Welcome back to another episode of A Billion People, One Emotion. Your one place for knowledge on Indian cricket. Hello and welcome back to the second part of our IPL preview. Uh, so in the, in, the, in the previous preview, we discussed about the four bottom fragging franchisees, the Rajasthan Royals, the Punjab Kings, the Kolkata Knight Riders and the Sunrisers Hyderabad. In this preview, we talk about the marquee sides, the most successful side in the Indian Premier League, the Mumbai Indians, uh, the, RC, the Royal Challengers Bangalore, the Chennai Super Kings and the Delhi Capitals who are sitting pretty at the top of the table. So, I have here with me, Rehan and Vivin, and let's begin with the most successful franchisee, the Mumbai Indians. Okay, Vivin, transfer news. I believe that uh, Mumbai doesn't have any replacements. All of their players uh, were available. They haven't seeked out anyone new to get in their squad. So, they're the same old squad that um, were in the first phase of the IPL before COVID struck. And why shouldn't they be? They have been successful by keeping the 11 the same and keeping the same players around and they probably will do so uh, this time around as well. So, since they have no transfers, we have nothing to discuss on that end, but we can look at uh, a few players of the Mumbai Indians side um, and let's start with that Indian contingent of, Indian middle-order contingent of them, which is Ishan Kishan, Hardik Pandya and Kunal Pandya. Talking about their batting specifically. Uh, so, Rehan, would you like to touch upon that? Yeah, so obviously, uh, all three of them were selected in the upcoming T20 World Cup. Uh, Hardik didn't have the greatest of IPLs. Um, hopefully, we'll get to uh, get to see him bowl this time around. And hopefully, he really steps up his game and and bats like the like the power hitter that we know he is. Surya Kumar Yadav has been in a fabulous run of form. Hopefully, he keeps keeps up his great form from from IPL from from the England tour, from Sri Lanka, uh, into the second half. And Ishan Kishan's an interesting one because uh, he was actually backed ahead of Shreya Sayar in the, in the World Cup, probably because of his uh, keeping abilities as well. So he's got uh, a point to prove, to make sure, you know, to, to prove to all the doubters that the selectors were right in picking him over the more experienced and uh, well backed yeah, yeah, but Ishan, if you see Ishan Kishan, he hasn't done well um, just generally off late. Do you think he can uh, continue this, especially against the turning tracks in in uh, the in the UAE? Yeah, of I course. Mean, I, I mean, for him, we, I mean, last year in the UAE, uh, he scored he scored a ninety nine, I believe, and got out a, yeah. a, a really stupid shot. He should have got yeah, that hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he should have got a uh, hundred. Just to just to put I think out he's the, totally he won that match. Yeah, we want that match. Yeah. I, I think he's totally capable of it. Yeah, like, um, I see, Ishan Kishan is not a very consistent batsman. Uh, what he has to prove is that, as Rehan said, he was chosen ahead of Shreyas Iyer, who most people thought, or at least I thought, would be uh, chosen ahead of um, Ishan Kishan. But he has had good innings, right? He's had uh, very good knocks. And when he's on his game, uh, he is an incredibly dangerous batsman that, that can do a lot of damage to the other team, right? But the question is how often he'll get there. Uh, as we've seen off late, not very often, not too consistently. When he does play well, he plays extremely well. But uh, he's, uh, in my opinion, he's too inconsistent. I feel like that'll be a point he'll have to prove. But um, overall, the the batting for Mumbai, that middle order, that Indian conting- contingent, as Om said, it looks uh, pretty solid. It did look solid at the start. But just generally looking at it at this point with 
you know, Hardik, who might get a few runs, who's completely fit now, and uh, Krunal, who scored like decently for India in the past. Um, it looks pretty solid, but in my personal opinion, I don't think Ishan Kishan is going to get it big this time around. But if I look yeah, at someone like a, if I look at someone like a Shreya Sayer, I think Shreya Sayer is going to go big. I think Shreya Sayer has a bigger point. Yeah, to something prove to prove. Yeah. Bigger point to prove than um, Ishan Kishan. I know this is talking a bit about Delhi, but you know Shreya Sayer, he's he's not given his captaincy back, and uh, he's not been picked for the squad. He's, he's in the reserves. I think he has a huge point to prove at this yeah, uh, stage, and I think I think he's gonna fight back. I think he's gonna fight back hard. Yeah, and and going back to like the Mumbai Indian side of things, uh, if you if you remember, uh, Ishan Kishan was actually sat out uh, for for some games in in the first yeah. half of the season, and Krunal Pandya took that number four spot. So I I mean I fully expect Ishan Kishan to be back in the starting eleven, but it'll be interesting to see uh, if. If he fails and they they actually remove him and and give Krunal the spot, which I mean, let's face it, he he did reasonably reasonably well in. He got a couple thirties, got a forty. I mean, good stuff. You know, I uh, coming to Om's point about um, Om had a point about how Shreya Sayer will have something to prove. Everyone will have something to prove. I feel like that makes this phase of uh, the IPL coming after the announcement of the T20 uh, World Cup Indian squad. It makes it uh, extremely interesting, considering that there are so many players, right? There's uh, obviously the one of the one of the most shocking things is that uh, Chahal was dropped. There'll be something to prove there. There'll be something to prove on a lot of ends. A lot of people trying to show the selectors why they were right in the case of people who were picked and why they were wrong in the case of uh, people who weren't picked. So I feel like yeah, that that's a very interesting um, point that I feel like we'll come back to a lot in this podcast. Yeah, it really will. Okay, so let's look at the Mumbai Indians' bowling uh, contingent. Uh, so, we have uh, Bolt, who performs ex- extremely well in the UAE. Buma, who performs everywhere he goes. Um, we have the spin duo of Kunal Pandya, Rahul Cheher. And we have one out of Adam Milna, Nathan Kudanayal and Jayant Yadav, who will play. So, w- w- what do you guys think would be the bowling setup for the Mumbai Indians? Yeah, so definitely for the first half, um, I think they're going to back uh, a bit, a, a bit of pace more. Uh, even though spin will play a part, so um, they'll have Jasprit Bhumra. Obviously, they'll have Trent Bolt, uh, who did really well last year. Um, they'll have, they'll have Adam Milne. I think um, he's been performing, uh, performing really well for New Zealand. So I think he'll be there. He'll be selected ahead of uh, Jansen and Nathan Coltonal. Um, Obviously, they'll have Hardik, they'll have uh, Rahul Chahar, and uh, you have Krunal Pandya there as a bowling option as well. And of course, if uh, Rohit Sharma decides to bowl again, he's there too. I agree with the majority of what he said. I I don't think they're going to play Milner. I would love to see uh, Milner on the tracks that they're going to play on. Obviously, he has that uh, raw pace uh, for New Zealand. But uh, I, I, I don't think he'll play. I think they might back someone like Nathan Coulton-Isle, a more uh, all-rounder player. Because, yeah, the Indian uh, middle order contingent looks strong for Mumbai. But uh, we don't know whether it'll fall through. It has fallen through in the past. Uh, the players in the middle order, as I said, aren't very consistent. Hardik Pandya didn't have a particularly good uh, phase one of the IPL. So I think they might get uh, Coulton-Isle just to have some batting depth out back. But I, I would want to see Adam, uh, Adam Milner. Yeah, this is a problem point of uh, Mumbai Indians even in the first half. 
if the middle order falls through, there is no one there after Kunal Pandya who can right. wield the bat. And if you put Adam Milner in there, it just gets worse. But if you put Nathan Coulter in there, I remember him scoring some uh, crucial runs. Um, Dude, what are you talking about? That that's Jasprit Bumrah. Like he should be the number three for India right now. <laughs> And obviously, you've got the Flamingo Man, Trent Bolt. I mean, greatest number 11 in the history of the game. Of course. Yeah. Totally. Uh, okay, uh, getting back there. Um, how important a role... Do you think they might... Uh, do you think they might just go um, Bumrah and Bolt and just not have a third seamer but play Pandya as a... Comp- play Pandya and Pollard as their bowling options to finish the quota of the fifth bowler. And then they might look to bolster up their batting up top. So if they remove their um, overseas spacer by one, um, do you think we can see some Lin sanity coming in? Dude, like, I love Lin. He used to play for KKR. Uh, still a terrible release. Um, I love him. I mean, obviously, he played the first game. Uh, he got he got a really quick 40 and... Uh, and I and I really wish that he could play, but I mean I think the overseas slots for MI will be obviously Pollard's in there for sure, Bolt is in there for sure, and Decock is in there for sure. Um, and the fourth one, uh, as I've noticed, uh, MI usually likes to go with with a quick bowler, so it'll either be Jansen, Nathan Coltonal, or uh, Adam Milne, and uh, and an outside chance of uh, Jimmy Nisham also because of course he can bowl. And add that batting, uh, that batting depth. Yeah, but so um, I would has, love. Am I has yeah. had that bo- uh, p- like the foreign pace bowlers coming in for them? You had Malinga in there forever. You had Mitchell McLennigan in. You had uh, like a, so many uh, foreign pacers to go along with one Indian pacer in for MI for the past like couple of years. But considering that the pitches are in the UAE, um, would you like to see some power hitting, um, especially to bolster up that batting lineup out there? Because I mean, I'm not sure because, see, again, we pointed out that the UAE is, is a good track for spinners. And Lin is more of a guy who likes who likes to get the pace on the bat. So, again, I'm not sure. Yeah, but he's yeah, a good sweeper of the ball. Back... If, we saw, if, there, if there's one thing we saw um, with Lin is that he sweeps the ball. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna sweep the ball. He's going to attack that area of the ground. So especially yeah, I mean, for, uh, for people that don't exploit it that much, you know, um, it's it's yeah. It's I a, mean, it's see, a... but like, but where would he fit in the side? Because see, obviously, Decock and Lin can open, and Rohit can go into that number three spot where where he actually played for a long time for for MI. He still got uh, most of his runs uh, in the number three spot, uh, but then three. obviously Sujay Kumar goes goes to four, etc. Yeah, you. So I, like, I think you don't. I think the I don't benefit, think Mumbai really wants to change much. I mean, no, no, they really. I, I think I, I think. I don't think see, they're gonna push with that. I think if you see Surya Kumar at four and Ishan Kishan at five, it, it has a different ring to it because it's what India is gonna do in the World Cup. So from that side of things, it's a benefit. But you know, okay, let's not delve too deep into this. Uh, so yeah. let's yeah. move on. Okay, so third place, uh, RCB. Um, um, so. Their third place, they won five games out of their seven, and they need three more matches to qualify. Okay, transfers for RCB. This is a long list. Yeah, RCB. Uh, I think they've had the most players who have been ruled out. They had uh, Daniel Sams out, Adam Zampa out, another Aussie Kane Richardson out, Finn Allen and Scott 
Kugelein. I still don't know how to say his name. I think it's Kugelein. Scott Kugelein. And uh, as replacements, they got Tim David, uh, two Sri Lankans, Chamira and Hasaranga, and uh, George Garden. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, obviously, RCB lost a lot of players. But, I mean, they got solid replacements. I don't think they would use um, any of those guys that they had anyway, apart from maybe Adam Zampa. Uh, but they got they got a solid replacement in him with the second uh, best T20I bowler in the world right now, Hasaranga, who is also uh, a batsman. So he can be a nice floater for you or bat at that number three position uh, RCB is looking at. Um, you also got Tim David, who's been who, who's had a stellar year this year. He's performed in the P, uh, P, PSL. He's performed in the CPL. He performed in England. Uh, I mean, he's just been great this whole year. Big bash also. And uh, he gets a good uh, middle option. Uh, I mean, middle order backup in case someone like Maxwell uh, goes back to his usual self and fails. Uh, or if, uh, I don't know, uh, Maxwell gets a bit injured or De Villiers gets food poisoning, anything. you got a good backup in Tim David. Uh Oh, and also, and by the way, guys, before we go on, before we go on, I also forgot to mention uh, Washington Sundar is also out of the RCB side. Oh, yeah. Big loss for them. Yeah, big big loss in Washington Sundar. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, yeah. I think the one replacement that hasn't been done well was the replacement of Washington Sundar. Um, I don't think in the there's an apt replacement for Washington Sundar in the pool of players that they had. They have gotten the Bengal Pacer, who I think um, did really well in the Ranji Trophy season. But Washington Sundar leaves a gaping hole there and it's uh, big shoes for Shahbaz Ahmed to fill. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are some possible replacements for Washi, but the problem is other teams already have those players like uh, Ravi Chandran Aswin or an Aksar Patel or even someone like a Mitchell Satna. All of them are in other teams. So that's a bit of an F for RCB. Just just a bit, but, just a bit. I mean, I, it's a, it's Washington Sundar wasn't used in the power play to contain runs. He was used differently by RCB. And he wasn't used too much by RCB um, in that sense last season. So that turned out to be... It's turning out to be a positive at this point because they, they, didn't, they didn't rely on him to do something because, you know, you saw that they relied on Harshal Patel to bore the death. It was it. It's not like that with Washington Sundar. So Harshal Patel relative, did have a great first phase. To be yeah, yeah. So relatively yeah, easy shoes to fill. Solved RCB's death problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Harshal Patel is the reason. I think if you see RCB where they are at this point, it's it's three players getting them there, right? It's Glenn Maxwell, A.B. De Villiers, and Harshal Patel. Uh, granted that Siraj has bowled well, Jameson has bowled well, Parikal has batted well, Kohli has done something, whatever he's done. Um, they've it's it's these three legs that they're standing on. Maxwell has boosted their middle overs run rate from uh, a six point nine to a seven point five, huge boost for RCB. Uh, he's taking out the spinners. He's whacking them everywhere. He played. He's he's played sensitive. To be honest, the only Maxwell has got out cheaply in two games, and those are the only two games that RCB has lost. So Maxwell is a crucial cog for them. And um, AB de Villiers, well, he's the one as dude. AB de Villiers is AB de Villiers. AB, AB also played fantastically yeah. in the uh, warm up uh, matches, yeah, like the squad matches has, that RCB played. Yeah, yeah AB de Villiers has single handedly won us two games, and so has Harshal Patel. Harshal Patel has dude, picked up a five. AB de Villiers is the reason that you haven't finished last every season. That's facts. 
I think it it won't it it'll largely stay the same. They just have in Hasaranga. Uh, Chahal will be eager to prove himself, as we said. Uh, probably a, one of the biggest disappointments, I would say, or maybe the biggest from the T20 World Cup squad was uh, the fact that they didn't have in Chahal. Couple that with Harshal Patel at the deck at the death, and they have they have a solid uh, bowling, much better than how RCB has looked in the past. Right in the past, one of the things of RCB was over reliance on batting. If they don't do amazingly with the bat, their bowling gets knocked out of the park, and they improved that in the first. phase and now with another addition of hasaranga it's it's, uh, it's even better so it's looking good for rcb as much as it hits as much as i hate to admit it yep again okay, last point about rcb um the tracks are slowish that means harshal patel comes in because harshal patel loves bowling on slowish tracks and he's exquisitely good at his slower balls and um apart from that siraj was good in uae hopefully continues that Okay, we have a second place team. Team that has won thrice. The team that's led by the man that revolutionised Indian cricket. Um, the Chennai Super Kings are sitting at seventh with a superior run rate of net run rate of one point two six three, which mostly came after demolishing RCB. Um, so let's hear. That was a good match, yeah. Yeah, let's hear CSK's transfers. Uh. They have no uh replacements. Initially, I think we thought that a lot of Eng- more English players would be. Unavailable than they were, but uh, the main players for CSK, especially right, like Sam Karan, uh, Moin Ali, are all available. So it's it's looking good. Although Sam Karan uh, will miss the first match, as I uh, mentioned in part part one in the intro, Sam Karan will miss the first match because uh, of quarantine, I believe. And uh, Faf Duplessis, who is another key player for CSK, uh, may miss the first match because of a possible groin injury. I want to talk about the CSK batting, not the top order, not the Faf and Gaikwad part. I feel like Faf and Gaikwad will both do well, but let's talk about Moin downwards, right? So you have Moin Ali, you have Suresh Raina, you have Ambati Raidu, you have MS Dhoni, and then the back end is perfectly fine with Jarija and Sam Karan coming and winning them games. So I want to talk about that middle order. So the first thing you see when you see you see Moin Ali in there, and you know, what do you expect, especially at big grounds like Dubai? Um, I, I don't think Mohin Ali is going to have a good tournament with the bat, especially batting at three, because I know there'll be a lot of contrasting opinions on this. Because um, I think people will get spinners in to Mohin Ali, and with the ball, especially spinning away from the left-hander, I think Mohin Ali is going to look to take them on, and I think Mohin Ali is going to get caught out somewhere in the boundary or somewhere in a, in a circle. I know it's not a very good example, but uh, he did the same thing in the Test matches in England as well. I think he attacked. Uh, he attacked Jarija and got caught at mid on, right? So I think he's going to do that, and I think I think Mohin Ali could look uh, be looking down at a failure. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I agree with you. I mean, I'm a big Mohin Ali fan. Uh, he did great in the in the hundred and the the T20 blast in England, but I don't think he's going to perform that well with the bat in the second half. Uh, he could still be quite uh, useful with the ball. But uh, unfortunately, I don't think he'll do that well with the bat. Uh, in the middle order, you also have Suresh Raina, um, Ambati Raidu, and M S Dhoni. Um, what what will be interesting to see? I mean, I'm fairly confident that uh, Raidu is going to give us the basic Raidu performance. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Suresh Raina and M S Dhoni hold up. I mean, their their strike rates were were in the one twenties during the first half. Obviously, uh, Raina got that fifty in his first game back, but since then, uh, it's been a bit of a bit of a hit and miss for him. So, Suresh Raina really has to step up. Uh, M S Dhoni, 
I mean, it's going to be great if he performs well with the bat, but I don't think it's needed um, because they bat deep. They bat uh, Deepak Chahar, Sharzul Thakur. I mean, they have tons of great, uh, capable batsmen. So MS Dhoni uh, just needs to make sure he's not totally terrible. Uh, he can rotate the strike, hit a couple sixes, and uh, and and CSK will be good. He doesn't need to get those uh, 80s anymore. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, CSK doesn't really need uh, Dhoni anymore. Uh, with regards to Moin Ali, uh, I think Ali, I don't know about how he's going to play towards the second leg. It's not looking too good. But uh, I think in the first half, it's been very good in, he's been very good in uh, pushing CSK towards a more aggressive tone, if that makes sense. Because uh, the main critique from the 2020 uh, CSK team, in which CSK had a an awful performance. Like from a CSK fan, it was it was terrible. The problem was that their batting was way too it was way too defensive. They didn't really try to get aggressive. When they did try to get aggressive later on in the in the match, they would get out, and then it would be low scoring after low scoring after low scoring. And Moin really sets the tone. In at least he did in the first phase, right? Uh, Moin and uh, Suresh Raina played a lot more aggressively than uh, I expected them to at the beginning, and I think that was important. Uh, and with regards to uh, Dhoni, I know there's an unpo- unpopular opinion and I know this um, because I've uh, said it to many people and most of them uh, look at me in disgust afterwards. But I think uh, MS should push himself further down the order. First of all, I think Jaddu should come up the order and S- Sam Curran should come up the order because most of the time Dhoni barely gets, uh, at least nowadays when Dhoni comes into the death, how, how it works is Dhoni needs time to settle, okay? If Dhoni doesn't have time to settle, he doesn't play well. And while this may be some argument for pushing him forward, like rather than pushing him back, uh, he's not, he's clearly not generally not willing to push himself to like two down, three down positions, which makes sense because CSK already has uh, a solid form. So I say you can't be in the middle. You're either going to go in early as Dhoni and you're going to stay in and hit towards the end or, or what he's doing now, he's just coming in late. He's playing a few balls, he's getting out and then leaving more work for the people behind him like Karan. Uh, and towards the end, they did push Jadu up a bit, but uh, mainly for Karan. So I, I say push Karan up, push uh, Jadu up. Worst case scenario, if we have a terrible, if uh, CSK has a terrible start and he needs to go in deep, uh, Dhoni can somehow play. But in general circumstance, I don't want Dhoni to bat because of the other depth that CSK has. We don't need Dhoni to play. And if we play other people like Sam Curran ahead of him, uh, Sam Curran is much better with the bat as we saw in the first innings. Uh, uh, sorry, in the first phase, uh, Sam Curran was much better with the bat. Every Almost every opportunity he was hitting at a, a strong 220 plus uh, strike rate. And I think that'll be a very key factor in order to, for CSK to get that 15, 20, 25 more runs that could guarantee a, a match. Uh, yeah, that could guarantee in, a win. In the end, if you see Dhoni at eight, um, might be a practical move, but that might be a tactical move, yeah. sorry. But it doesn't make sense. Dhoni at eight is just... Um, yeah, and, and like, I'm one of the uh, people who disagrees with Vivian on this totally. Yeah. I mean, if if you were, I, I don't know, four down in the 13th over or 12th over, send Dhoni in. Don't send Jadu. Don't send Sam Khan. Those, no, guys can turn it, those guys can turn it up to six gear from the first ball and, and second ball. You give Dhoni time, give him five, ten balls, and he's your best. And he's your best batsman. I mean, no, this is this is my point. If you if you're, you you don't send him in, in the death. 
yeah don't send him in the death you either send him earlier like you send him between the 10th and the 15th over then doni makes sense right the problem that i saw from csk is they send him towards the death they send him towards the 16th over towards the 17th over even when they I send mean, him i mean you can't really 14th. blame them their top order was just being too good I, i mean that's fair enough but then you either push doni forward to a point where he has time to settle or you you play him incredibly slowly you play him as late as possible have sam karen have uh, jaddu come in and have them take the runs doni is unnecessary unless he comes early enough so i do agree but not really okay so moving on from doni and csk let's move to our last side of the preview um the delhi capitals transfer news uh, so delhi capitals had uh, two transfers one is a, the big drop of uh, chris works one of the most impos- uh, one of the best players in cricket today i would say in test particularly and then in him in for him they got uh, the bowler ben dorshius dorshu i don't know how to say his name ben dorshius and then um, apart from that uh, left arm pacer kulwant khedrolia replaced the um, uh, another left arm bowler manivaran siddharth in the dc squad okay so the i think the replacement and the trades at this point are pretty irrelevant because these guys are never going to play anyway um if you're going to play a pace you're going to play notia and they're not going to play notia because they want a different kind of batting order okay so for delhi capitals that's like a different approach let's look at the people who have a point to prove i think this is a very interesting side because this team has a lot a lot a lot to prove delhi capitals aren't known for qualifying uh, for the playoffs aren't known for making it to the finals they have in the past two years under the under the captaincy of shreyas ayer they're going to do it again this year under the captaincy of shapan so let's look at the people who have something to prove um that that list to be honest includes shikhar dhawan prithvi shaw um shreyas ayer vishapan himself um aksar patel and raichandra ashwin uh, shikhar dhawan uh, uh, shikhar dhawan shreyas ayer have both been left out of the indian squ- uh, indian contingent going to the world cup and well they want to get their name on the door um they want to get in there they'll be looking to score massive runs with three shots for similar reasons as well i think i don't think he was ever a contender but i think he as a player wants to be a strong contender and he'll be looking to push his ag- agenda and uh, looking to the other side rishabh pant many people say why does rishabh pant have a point to prove i think it's because of his poor run with the bat especially in the england series i think he he wants to announce himself as a he wants to come back as a batsman and i think he'll be uh, raring to go the first match uh, first match against the punjab kings i think i think he'll be raring to um, take on say bishnoi and uh, adil rashid and talk them out of the park and of course aksar and ashwin the two surprise selectees for the world cup squad they'll be looking to get their t20 juices flowing and they'll be looking to um, get some revs on the ball to really get their name in into that playing 11 and get their name in um like solidified in the t20 setup of indian cricket yeah uh, delhi capitals is an interesting uh, situation so i think there are two groups one group which wants to prove themselves to the selectors and the team management and one group that wants to prove prove themselves to the selectors and team management pick like to uh, to prove like not really prove to them but like give them faith on why they back them so in the latter category uh, category comes uh, ashwin and aksar who got backed by the team management and they really need to show the management and the selectors 
that they've got what it takes and that the selectors were right. Um, obviously, they were picked uh, ahead of class bowlers like like the uh, Spin Twins, uh, Yusuendra Shahal and Kuldeep Yadav. Um, so they've they've definitely got to bring their A game. Uh, I disagree with you on the Rishabh Pant thing. I mean, I, I don't think he's got much to prove. He's just going to be like Rishabh Pant. Uh, Shreya Sire, definitely. I mean, uh, he was included in the reserves. Uh, he got that injury. I mean, sort of unlucky. Uh, he, he was a regular uh, playing 11 member, but then uh, that injury kind of messed things up for him. So he definitely wants to score some big runs and to, to really send a strong message to the team management that you should have picked me. Uh, I, I was in the team 11 and I still should be. Uh, same for Shikhar Dhawan. I mean, that man is just too good to, to not be in in a playing 11 or at least in the in the squad of 15. Um, Priti Shaw, I mean, he's... I mean, let's, let's be honest. He wasn't really a serious uh, contender. He just made his uh, way back to the side in Sri Lanka. And he did perform decently. So he's just going to want to uh, continue those performances. Uh, another uh, name I want to suggest that has something to prove is actually going to be Steve Smith. Um, not to obviously the Indian selectors, but to the Australian uh, selectors. I mean, uh, he uh, he's not been great with the uh, uh, with the in in the T Twenty format recently, uh, and especially in the IPL and with uh, with uh, with Mich- Mitchell Marsh uh, doing so well in Steve Smith's usual number three position. We uh, if he gets the chance. Uh, Steve Smith will really want to uh, bring his best self onto that cricket pitch. Yeah, I agree. I feel like uh, Rehan said most of the things. Uh, a determined Shreya Sire and uh, Shikha Dhawan is uh, not someone, not not a not a duo that I want to uh, go up against, right? Obviously, they both want to prove why they should have been in the squad, as Rehan said, because they were both dropped from the uh, World Cup uh T20 squad for India and they really want to show the selectors why they should have been in and I feel like Delhi Capitals as a whole uh, their team, I feel like they're in a sense the opposite uh, of RCB, I feel like uh, most years RCB looks the strongest on paper but then is just not able to come together as a cohesive unit because they're just inconsistent I feel like Delhi Capitals, they do look strong, they don't look as strong as some of the other teams on paper, right? But um, when they're playing together, when the stuff when their performances merge together, when most of them are playing consistently, uh, they're, a, they're a unit that's very difficult to beat, obviously, now they're at the top of the table. So, uh, I totally agree. Delhi Capitals is a very is a very tough side in general. And uh, now, with the extra motivation for some of their batsmen to prove to the selectors that they should have been in, it's going to be um, quite interesting to see how they perform. Yes, the performance of Delhi Capitals as batsmen and bowlers are going to be um, a thing to watch out for. Especially since the top of the table, they're so well placed. Need only a couple of uh, need only a couple of matches to win. Um, let's let's look at one last question before we move on from Delhi Capitals. Um, so my question is: Assuming Aksar Patel bats at seven, what is your bowling lineup? So what is your seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven? Behan. Uh, so obviously, uh, Ashwin and Aksar play every game. Um, you want to have Amit Mishra since it's UAE. And uh, he's Amit Mishra. Uh, you'll want to have uh, probably Avesh Khan um, and uh, Rabada. And um, hopefully they play Norte, but uh, I'm not sure if they'll be able to play both him 
and uh, Rabada. I agree with Rehan. I'm not too sure if they'll play Mishra. I feel like it'll be a good choice, uh, but uh, I think I think they'll stick with uh, everyone else. Rehan said I think they'll go with uh, Avesh Khan. They'll go with uh, Rabada, and I I really hope they'll go with Nortie. Nortie had a great season uh, last uh, last time around, and uh, I think it'll be very interesting to see him inside. I think we saw an analysis to why Rabada wasn't doing as well he was uh, in 2021 than in 2020. It was because he was bowling much, much, much shorter. So we hope to see him get that length length up there. And his duo with Nortia is just, I think, irreplaceable for Delhi. They still have it; they can still get it, but doesn't look like it. So I think I I, I wouldn't get Mishra Mishra in yet. I think I would look at I I think I would look at Umesh Yadav as a possible option. I think I would go. Um, oh yeah, Aksar. You have Aksar, Ashwin, Umesh, Rabada, and Avish as your lineup. Okay, so now moving on. Okay, so we'll move into um, we'll let's move into um the player the the players that we think uh will stand out. These are the players to watch out for out of all the franchisees, and we each have three players, and everyone is going to justify them. So we're going, we're going in rounds. I'm going to start first. Vivian's going second. Nehan's going third. We each give one player, and we justify why we have him. Okay. So my first player is Vanidu Hasranga, as mentioned before. He's the second uh, highest ranked like T20 bowler in the world. He's done so well against India, um, against the against the Indian batting lineup that went to Sri Lanka. He has experience on subcontinental pitches. Um, I I think he's gonna bat higher up the order than he does for Sri Lanka. So I think that he he gets a chance to settle in. He gets a chance to tonk the ball, especially uh, bat freely because when when he plays for Sri Lanka, he has no one after him. But if he bats for RCB at three, he has Maxwell and Devilliers, and who else would he want after you? Uh, right. So I think Bani Do Hasanga is my first standout player. Women. Uh, my first standout player. I'm just gonna have to go uh, with another RCB player. Om said Hasaranga. I'm going with uh, Glenn Maxwell, uh, and this is because it's simple. RCB has relied on him throughout the season, and not over reliant, right? Like I think there's a difference between being reliant and over reliant. Reliant just means you trust your players to get the job done, and RCB has done that with Maxwell, and uh, for the most part, he's performed. I think he's gonna continue that. I think he's gonna continue that streak. Uh, Moving forward in the tournament, and if he does, it'll be very good news for RCB. I mean, see, there's a. I feel like Maxwell. He, most players have decent, like good form, and then bad form. Maxwell has amazing form and terrible form. So when he is doing well, he does great. He's consistent. He knows how to get the job done. As Om said, uh, the two matches in which Maxwell uh, got out cheaply have been matches which RCB have gone to lose. So Maxwell is an incredibly instrumental. a part of the team and i think uh, i think he'll do well considering that he's been playing well throughout the first phase and he'll have a lot of confidence going into this yeah and uh, my first player to to watch out for is going to be uh, the indian t20 captain himself virat kohli not for long but i think not i think going to be uh, i i think he's going to be on fire this season and um, and rcb fans will get the king kohli that they want Well, I like how the first three members have been RCB members, so I'm going to make the fourth one also RCB. Um, I think it's going to be uh, Yuzvendra Chahal. He has the biggest. I think 
if there's anyone who has a point to prove, it's going to be Chahal. Because he's India's leading wicket-taker in T20. He's ruled spin bowling in T20 cricket for like a couple of years. And he's been dropped for Rahul Chahal. Reason being Rahul Chahal goes quicker. No, I think Chahal has a huge point to prove. And with the with the people he's been like with the people he's around as in the bowling setup, with the bowling setup that's doing so well, I think he he can really, really impact um this tournament, even though he hasn't up till this point. Oh, that's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick, Chahal, coming off of the drop from the T20 World Cup squad, obviously. Oh, my second pick is my guy Tangarasu Natarajan, Natu as Natu as we call him, because he he's absolutely uh, he's absolutely amazing. He's been fantastic. Uh, he's obviously not very old, but for the limited amount of cricket he's played on the international stage, he's been brilliant. We've seen uh, how he how accurate he is uh, at the death with his Yorkers straight on, and uh, yeah, I think he also has a point to prove. Not because we really expected him uh, much to be in the um, World Cup T Twenty squad, particularly. But uh, I think it's because he's coming off of his injury. Obviously, uh, him and the other Sunrisers pacer, uh, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, both are coming off of injuries, even though Bhuvaneshwar gets injured like pretty much every other week, it seems like. Uh, they're both coming off injuries. I'm sure they're both raring to get back and um, try to pull SRH back. It's obviously not going to be easy. Uh, most likely, it won't happen because they're pretty much at the bottom right now. But uh, I think he'll have a point to prove uh, personally. He's been out for a while. He'll be daring uh, to go again. And I think he'll he'll be a standout player. He'll do very well. Well, last round, there was a trend for uh, RCB players. This round, that's going to be a trend for bowlers because I'm going to go with Mohamed Shami as my pick to, to watch out for. Um, obviously, uh, Mohamed Shami had a really solid England series. Uh, I, I think he did quite well. And I think he's going to come... Uh, come into UAE with the confidence and uh, and we are going to see top tier Mohamed Shami for the Punjab Kings. Okay, um, so Vivid, could you give us your next pick? My final pick uh, for standout players, I think it's going to have to be Quinton uh, DeCock, the opener for uh, the Mumbai Indians, obviously. Uh, he's been uh, opening for quite a while now uh, for Mumbai and he's been doing a great job also uh, considering it was uh, South Africa versus Sri Lanka recently and he played solidly there as we know South Africa absolutely blew Sri Lanka out of the water with a three love victory in the uh, T20 internationals so uh, I think he's in good form uh, first match is going to be against CSK he's the uh, currently CSK obviously uh, Karan Karan was a quite quite a quite an important bowler for CSK uh, last season uh, bowling uh, towards the beginning and I think with uh, without Karan CSK's bowling is going to be impacted quite a bit it'll be his chance to you know gain some more confidence going to the rest of the tournament and he's in good form right now um, as as I said with the Sri Lanka South Africa um, series so I think I think it's going to be good I think he's playing well and I think he's going to be another my third and final standout player uh, for the season. Okay, I'm gonna go now because my dog was going mad before. Okay, so my my third and final standout player is Kyron Pollard. I don't know how much cricket he has left in him in the Indian Premier League. Um, with the big auction coming next year, he might just want to retire playing a Mumbai Indians, uh, being a Mumbai Indians guy. 
uh, I think he he's he's gonna want to end with a bang. We saw him end. We saw him end the Indian leg with a bang against CSK, and uh, I think he he's a powerful hitter. His top I just go for six any day, and I think he's gonna uh, gonna come in clutch in bowling as well. Mumbai Indians are gonna give him a couple of overs to bowl those slower balls into the pitch, um, just like Hardik Pandya does. So I think Mumbai, uh, Karan Pollard, you're gonna hear that name a lot. Yeah, well, we saw trends in the first two rounds, and uh, and just for the sake of it, I won't break the ten trend this time, and I'll go with another foreign player as well. And uh, if he gets uh, a few games, which I think he will, I think Adil Rashid will be very important for Punjab Kings, and uh, I think he could really, if if there's anyone that will change the game for them, uh, it will be Adil Rashid uh, on the spin department and uh, Mohammad Shami. In the pace department. Well, then we come to the last part of our um, uh, of our preview. Um, who's gonna qualify? I think we have a very interesting set of teams here. The most obvious qualification status would be given to um, Delhi, uh, CSK, RCB, Mumbai, with such less games to win. But even if you look at the bottom flat team, Sunrisers Hyderabad. They have a great set of people capable of winning eight matches or seven matches on the trot. They are capable. They are they are capable of doing so. Uh, so let's let, let's go to them. Uh, who do you, who do you think are the four teams to qualify? Vivid. You know, as you guys know, I'm a huge CSK fan, and even if I wasn't, uh, I would have to say uh, CSK is qualifying first. Uh, DC is at the top, but it's only because they've played a game more than CSK. If CSK win their match against MI, they're also at the top. So I'd say CSK and DC, uh, one and two qualification. And as much as it hurts me to admit it, RCB also as well. They're looking solid, particularly with the addition uh, with the addition of one and two to their team. And uh, as for the fourth squ- spot, I think it's a toss-up between MI, RR, P- PBKS, obviously. And it's not going to be RR considering who they've lost. So uh, I'm going to have to go with MI. They just know how to win. And I'm backing QDK to play very well for the rest of uh, the season. So I'm going to go with DC, CSK, RCB, and MI, the top four. Uh, I'll go next. Um, so obviously, I think that I think three of the spots are pretty solid. Um, obviously, two of them I think are almost hundred percent confirmed, uh, which will be DC and CSK. Uh, RCB should make it, but knowing that the RCB they'll somehow find a way to mess it up but uh, but just for the sake of sake of it uh, i'm going to say rcb make it um and my final spot that uh, see rationally there are two options which could be mi and rr um, time you're going with kkr <laughs> well see just hear me out so uh, mi and rr uh, statistically are the two options but rr is just not going to do it they lost stokes archer Josh Butler, I mean, they're just not going to do it. So, Emma is the logical solution. But just to play, you know, the devil's advocate <laughs> and change things up a bit, I'm going to go with uh, KKR because... Of course you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, hear me out. If Shubman Gill continues his form and, and keeps getting those hundreds against, like, loser teams like, I don't know, CSK and RCB. Um, wow. Uh, I mean, I mean, their weakness was their batting, and KKR's bowling is very strong with the likes of Sunil Narayan, uh, Prashid Krishna, 
small margins, but you never know. Okay. So thank you well, guys for. If I may, wait, wait, wait. Before, before, yeah. before we leave, I I want to know. Okay, look, it's it's a bit of a hail mary. Okay, because uh, obviously even the playoff spots are not finalized. But just for sake, okay, let's say we go into the future and we want to know which one of us predicted right. Who do you back to win the whole thing, the the entire tournament? And Rehan, if you say KKR. Dude, dude, don't worry, don't worry. I'm gonna go with uh with the team from my hometown. Delhi Capitals are gonna win it. Okay, Om. At oh, this okay, point, wait, I... at this point, I am unsure of who's gonna win. I think there are two possible contenders: RCB and Delhi. I don't think CSK oh. is a contender because of because Rena Raidu Dhoni are bound to fail, right? Uh, I don't think CSK is a contender for that reason because they don't have that middle order. Um, I think it's either RCB or Delhi. And looking at the fact that RCB do not have a number six uh, and do not have the best um, like-for-like replacements um, in their in their squad at, at this point for their playing eleven, I'd say I'd have to say Delhi. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna go with CSK for a few reasons. Firstly. Every year, okay, every year for probably the past four years, people say, uh, or maybe I would say past six years, okay, or or maybe the past five years, everyone has been saying that CSK is bad because they're old, because they're old, because they're old, and time and time again, we've proven them wrong, right? All the old people are using their experience to win. Now we have an experienced Fab Duplessis who will most likely come back after the groin injury, and we have some new young talent like Sam Curran, along with some people who can perform well, even though we're not sure, like Moin Ali, okay. And as far as CSK's CSK's batting goes incredibly deep, as we've seen in the first phase. CSK's batting has gone deep than most people thought it would, and it's been more consistent uh, than most people thought it would, thought it would be. And uh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not trusting DC here. I don't think, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I don't have an actual reason for as to why DC won't win. I just think that uh, RCB won't win, MI won't win, and those are my top. No, four, another so another gonna... problem with CSK is that is their spin bowling department. Who are your two spinners? You have uh, Moen Ali, and you have Ravindra Jadeja. Jadu, right? Yeah. Those, those are your two spinners. Now, look at, look at, look at other franchises. What, Dude, what Suresh has made? Hello. What has made uh, Sunrise? What, what has made Sunrisers Hyderabad such a good bowling unit? Rashid Khan. What has Rashid made Khan. Mumbai? What has made Mumbai Indians stand out? Um, Rahul Shah. What, what has I mean, you can RCB say all of that about Sunrisers, but if you look at where they are at the table, what has been RCB's standout? It's been Chahal. What has been uh, RR standout? It's been Shreyas Gopal. What's been Punjab Kings? KKR Kuldeep Yadav. It's oh, been, wait. Yeah, okay. Sure. KKR is Kuldeep Yadav, Varun Chakravati. Punjab Kings is uh, Ravi Bishnai. Out of all of this, what do you see in Kanbir in these bowlers? They're all leg spinners. And they're effective leg spinners. And they're most of them are people that, you know, some of the, like, get, uh, are genuine wicket taker bowlers who come in, flight the ball, and just get wickets. And I don't think CSK have CSK do have that. CSK have a man dude, named Imran, Imran Tahir. Yeah, CSK like probably in my opinion the greatest T20 I bowled. Yeah. The, the question is with you know, CSK play him. If CSK don't play him, then that the department that matters the most in the UAE is looking slim. Right? And it's going to be the same UAE that they had last year. So that's just it for so CSK. If you, you want to play Tahir, how will your four how will the four... You can't um, play Tahir. The that's, the, that's the thing. You can't play Tahir. Dude, just play Tahir. I think I think you, I think think you. Uh, CSK does have to play 
uh, Tahir. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure how I look. Faf, Dupesi. You have Faf, you have Mohan Ali. You Faf, have Karan and you have Tahir. No, uh, Karan is not going to play first game. So, we'll go Bravo and Tahir. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, first game. Whatever. When Whenever Karan's fit, he's coming back into the squad. Uh, they won't. They probably won't play Lungi and Giri. Is my my thought. They are going They'll to play Lungi and Giri. They have to play huh? Lungi and they have to play Lungi and Giri or Jason Berendorf. One of those two is going to come. Oh, you mean run. Hazelwood actually? Hazelwood. Uh, oh, because Berendorf was the replacement for. Mm, yeah, Berendorf no, Hazelwood's back. For Hazelwood, oh, okay. right? They're going to play. N- they're going to play Ngiri or Hazelwood. One of them. They. They don't have to, Sorry. but they are going to. So. I mean. I don't. I don't think they have to. I think. I think uh, if you. If I think they might play uh, Thakur, obviously Thakur Chahar, they'll leave that. They won't have an overseas pacer. Uh, or I mean, I guess Sam Karin, but not an overseas pure pacer like Sam Karin or Bravo uh, will be whatever to finish the overs. And then in terms of the, and then they can bring uh, Tahir in as the fourth overseas player. So it'll be uh, Duplessis. I, I think Ali. I think they want a death bowler, and they're not going to use Deepak Chahar at the death. But they are going. They are going to use Deepak Chah or Sam Karan the death. They might use Shardul Thakur, but they need one more. And or they might more, drop. Considering that Ali might not be in the best form, they might. We we never know. They might drop Moin Ali for Bravo. They drop Moin Ali and they have, have no one at three. And, I mean, okay, they push Sam Karan to three, okay, and no. then we they push a, Sam Karan to four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can play. All right, or Rana three. Then then Jadeja bats five, Dhoni bats six. But still, okay, we'll see. Um, till now, uh. Watch the IPL, everyone, and we'll be back with weekly reviews and um, a Billy People One Emotions awards for the week. Uh, see you and have a good uh, have a good viewing.